Next stop, Crazy Town. Stand clear of the closing doors. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Crazy New York Stories. I'm Lance Weiss. I'm Oscar Colazos. And I'm Jason Salmon, and we're coming to you from the world-famous Comic Strip Live. Hey. All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Look at that. Very simple question. See? That one I liked. We're here. Crazy New York Stories. We're in the middle of uh, the fall slash getting into winter. Uh, we still haven't fully landed in fall, I feel like. We uh, might have missed fall together, I think. Yeah. It's going to happen. There's going to be some weird changes of leaves. Foliage is everywhere. And with that foliage brings us yet another guest here. Wow, what a segue. Yeah. (laughs) Foliage (laughs) brings us black people. (laughs) Everybody welcome our guest. Very funny, uh, very funny comic. Very good friend of mine, uh, Teddy Smith. Teddy, yeah. Teddy just looked at Jason. Oh my! You should have seen his look. You know what, Teddy? Teddy and thank I, you for having me, Jason. Yeah. This, is, this is great. Teddy, Teddy and I have a. What did I say to you yesterday? I texted you something yesterday. You go. Is that a black word? <laughs> you said oh, like yeah. what he, you say? every time. No, every time I text him some word, he doesn't know. He goes. <laughs> He goes, quit talking like a white person to me. Yeah, he, you know, so we have, we have this very racially <laughs> wide open. You are from Texas, so. Yeah, so he just always considers me a racist, and I always <laughs> consider him a racist right back. Yeah. You know what's great about comedy? I think, I, I think that dynamic carries across the board with a lot of comics where you can be, we can be a little bit more open about race. Like, all my, you know. Lance, Not too open. Yeah. Not too, too open. <laughs> No, I, no, I get it. <laughs> but more, but we're definitely way more open than like people in a cubicle. There's a discourse. You can have, you can have a conversation. Like I could have a conversation with Teddy about something that's racially charged because I'm like, oh, what do you think about this? You know, what? Yeah, your you go to HR on? if you're. In a well, company. I know yeah. it don't come from the heart. That's why. You know. Well, no, I know, I mean, you. I know I never, you. I never even like, but I, even then, like we talk about, like we run our, we'll periodically run jokes by each other that are like about being white or about being black. <laughs> and, uh, and like, we'll give each other, we're like, oh, that's pretty funny. You should do this with it. Something like that. I'll run a joke by Teddy and he's like, oh, that's funny. You should also do this. You should tag it with this. You know, I, so I, I, I set you up. That's why I know. He's like, <laughs> set him up he's like, and I got, like, the, yeah, go ahead, say and I got, go the, ahead. I got the perfect, but by the way, I don't ever you say, can that say it. You can say it. I'm Sounds so like Jason, go on stage and say nigger real <laughs> loud. I'm so afraid of being perceived as racist. I don't even, I won't even say the word vinegar. In most scenarios, I don't. I, what's, what's, even what, if I was running a cooking show, is that another word for? Uh, so that's cold. another it's word for it's cold. bitter. Bitter. What is bitter. what does vinegar got to do with black people anyway? It just sounds like a when it's coming out of my face, it sounds like a slur. But if you said it, we'll still get mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I if you call us vinegar, like, like I don't feel like I can say like <laughs> like the uh, the New York Knicks uh, full name. If I, I don't feel like I can That's say that. That's white guilt right there. That is white guilt. That's mm-hmm. 100%. It's also knowing what you look like. I look like a just a flat-out Trump supporter. So yeah. people are like, yeah, of course he said that. Hilarious. Like, yeah. if you say bigger, you better say it clear. Yeah, you got to just, yeah, you gotta just <laughs> use your plosive verbs. Your plosive Teddy, sound. where are you from originally? I, Orig- I know, just for the people on the podcast, though. Uh, originally from Maryland. From Maryland. But I say D.C. because people are like, uh-huh, Maryland. Sure, yeah. And then they say Baltimore. I'm like, no. Yeah. That's like saying you're from New York. Uh-huh. And they ask you, are you from New York? Where Upstate. in Maryland are you from? Uh, Riverdale. 
River. Is that like is that rural? Is that that's a small. It's a small. Spot. Okay, so it's yeah. not really. It's, is it close to something? Big? It's close, close to, to DC. University of Maryland. It's like thirty minutes from DC, thirty yeah. minutes from Baltimore. Off the metro okay. line. All right. Uh, I don't really catch the train. Okay. Though. We have money. Yeah, you're out yeah. there. <laughs> well, first of all, in most of the places in the U.S., you don't gauge it by where it is off the train, right? Well, no, Actually, because I'm from that's... the suburbs. I don't know about the Ooh, train. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that fancy That's how man. far away you are. Like, if you're off the New York City subway line, you're probably, you live in New York City. Right. right? If, so if you're off the D.C. line, you, you could be considered living in D.C. Oh, is that what you were saying? Yeah, you were saying it's if it's Virginia off of the or, line. Or okay. whether it's Maryland. It's, yeah. If it's off the line. I thought you were saying that because you knew specifically a stop that was that was on that line. Well, that's, that's why I, I didn't know if Riverdale was on that line or not. Because uh, University of Maryland is Carrollton, on the line. New Carrollton. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So those are <laughs> yeah, New Carrollton. We have yeah, officially just turned into old. See, but nobody man knows. About nobody lines. knows yeah, what yeah. New Carrollton is. They don't. Nobody know does. Yeah. Nobody yeah. does. So. But so, did you come straight from there to? Did you start comedy in DC? Yeah, I started in DC. Okay, where are you gonna finish? Uh, <laughs> 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 Your guess is just as good as mine. A lot of the greatest comics came from DC. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. finish in the grave when I'm yeah, dead. Yeah, we go all the way. He's gonna have a joke on his headstone. This is my closer. This is it. How long you been here? How long you been in New York? Uh, been in and out. Uh, I've been here. I, I, came, I moved here like in uh, towards the end of 93. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And did you come DC? here straight from D.C.? Yes. Yeah. Did comedy for like maybe two years and then I like yeah. came here and did it. Did the Apollo. Got a standing ovation. I was like... I'm taking over That's New it. York. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Teddy Smith has yeah. arrived. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize how hard New York was. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I got taken, like, for the whole week straight, I just got taken by people. Yeah. Like, this one woman, I, I'll never forget this shit. This woman came on the train. Oh, please, somebody help me. Yep. I've been robbed. They beat me up. And she, you know, she looked like she'd yeah. been roughed up. So, I was like, give me some, can somebody give me some money? So, I gave her a dollar. I'm uh-huh. from Maryland. Sure. Like I You're a nice guy. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about this shit. And I gave her a dollar, and then I seen her like a day later and saying, oh, please, somebody. Oh, I was like, no wonder people keep kicking your ass. You lying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Stop tricking people. That's what it is. There's a lot. You don't realize. There's a whole business of scams. Yeah. Somebody asked me what was my impression of New York. I said it was like a big outside prison. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a great good. analogy. I never thought yeah, of that. that's awesome. That's you know one of the best mean? I've heard. Like, you got to watch yourself. It's like, you got to be on your toes. That's it's an education. One. New York is better than college. You, you live in New York, yes. you know about life. Dude, that's a yeah. great analogy. That's what, that might be the best analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Because it is. You got to watch yourself. Yeah. Crazy, crazy people are everywhere. It's, it's, You're going to get conned. That's a great analogy. You got to have an energy about yourself to survive the city. You can't be docile. Oh, you have to grow it. You mm-hmm. have to grow that shell. You got to grow that, yeah. that thing. You know, like when you're dealing with people, like they sell you clothes or uh-huh. sell you items, you know, you got to talk them down. Yeah. I didn't know that at first, you know. I really? Just, you like, just bought it. You're, you're like, like right. $50. I'm like, all right, shit. Wow. Yeah. Worth okay. it. yeah. Two weeks later, I'm like, no, nah, man, I can't get, you know, $50. Come on, that's, that's 20 I said, yeah. that's 20 What was this thing that you bought every two weeks? Uh, I used to buy like Sheets? these oils. <laughs> no, these oils, these smell, you know, you know the oils that make you smell yeah. good. And, you Do know. they work? Yeah. I see those on the corner sometimes. I got a lot of pussy from them. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Is that what? Was there a specific like one? Worked. I tried. You know what's I'm funny? Sorry, vagina. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, my way. mom's listening to this. I got I'm, a lot of vagina. I'm kind of the same way with uh, finagling prices. I'm not the yeah. best at it. I, I actually avoid those situations. Yeah. I went to a fruit stand the other day, and I was like, "Let me get a pineapple," and he was like, three dollars." I was like, three dollars, man. It's two dollars yeah. at Pathmark," and he goes, "He just shrugged." 
Yeah. He didn't yeah, even yeah. respond with words. He just shrugged. And did I was like, it? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did because that $1 saved me a trip 15 blocks up to go to Pathmark and pay tax on a $2 pineapple. Dude, so I thought about it and I was like, well, it's the best answer. He just shrugged. He's like, yeah, what's he, gonna do? he basically was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. It's $3. <laughs> pay it or Did not. you at least play the guilt? Did you at least try to do any, or were you just like, all right, you beat me? Yeah, I was just like, ah, here. You know, I, just, I didn't even, because it's a dollar. You yeah. know, it's a dollar that I don't mind paying yeah. for, but no, it's a dollar that I won't give a homeless person, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> because you <laughs> we yeah. get fucking finagled. Uh, I don't give yeah, a that's, I will. No I will tell you this, man. It's it's the weirdest version of guilt that you have in New York City with walking past a homeless person because there's a part of you, an innate, like, kind part of you that's like, this. Oh. I should help this person. This person clearly needs help. But then there's another thing that triggers immediately after. You're like, but remember all those times I got yeah, scammed by somebody who so looked exactly times. like this person? And just because they were acting exactly like this person or they were disheveled or whatever the case was. I look at them like, I'm just a check away from your ass. Yeah. I mean, that's... In this town, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you a dollar, I'll be out here with you. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been here since yeah. 93. What is that? I'm bad at math. Is it 23-ish years? Uh, and then I moved to California okay. in 99. Okay. Then I came back. You went to L.A.? Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Went to L.A. But How long I, were you in L.A.? Uh, like the first five years, and then I came back okay, so here in New York. Does L.A. suck again. the way a lot of people who live in New York and then go over there say it does? I've never been, no. so I don't know. No, I like it. I yeah. like L.A. You know, but I'm, you know, that's the way I am. I like, I like the palm trees. And yeah. The yeah who doesn't? And L.A. has the best of the women there. Yeah. I'm telling you, because <laughs> all the New prettiest York, women from all over come go. to L.A. to make it. So yeah, but how maybe hard? L.A. women are ugly, just that the ones from all over come Yeah, but there. what about the guys? But <laughs> 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 now, how, no, we, you know what? We, uh, I went out to L.A. with, uh, you know, Luke Younger. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Younger and uh, Brian John and Dave Greek. And sure. I all went out to L.A. several years ago. And Luke was... He was a very handsome guy. He was booking a lot of leading man commercial roles at how, the time. How handsome was he? Like uh, eight. <laughs> he was an eight. He was an eight. Is he the kind of handsome you like, don't tell anybody? What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know what that means. I wish I did. <laughs> no, but here's what, here's what kind of handsome he was. He was my handsome buddy, Luke, and we got out in L.A., and he was just my buddy, Luke. He wasn't handsome anymore. <laughs> like You're like, oh, no, you're not handsome. You're just New York handsome. Like, you look. You're a leading man in New York. You get out to L.A., nah, you are a sidekick at best. What's New York handsome? <laughs> Why are you so afraid of uh, thinking York, another man's handsome? New York handsome is outside prison handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a... <laughs> yeah, where, I know. Where, where look, do you live now? Where, I'm not where, continuing uh, your prison anymore, <laughs> by the way, if that's what you're worried about. I live in Harlem right now. I lived in Queens when I first moved here. I love okay. it. Jamaica, what, Queens. What, what do you mean, Queens. Uh, okay. Jamaica Queens. Where in Harlem? <laughs> uh, live in. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you exactly where. Uh, he's okay. not gonna tell you his address. Uh, Why you I, I, live, his address? I, I live in Harlem. Borderline Washington Heights, Harlem. Oh, so That's a man who's been there, conned yeah. in New York too many yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm not yeah. I don't trust you. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> a new person's like, yeah. He didn't want to say anything, but you look exactly like that person that scammed money. <laughs> I live at three four five Manhattan yeah. Avenue, third no, floor, I, I like fourth Harlem, floor. But Queens is where I first moved to New York, and I had a lot of. I had an interesting time in Queens. Like, my first uh, experience in New York was in Queens, and we had this guy that used to yell. I didn't know people in New York yell outside the window. They don't call you. Yeah. Like, it was like 6 in the morning. He just, yo, Ted! 
<laughs> Yo! He throws rocks at my window. Ah. I'm like, who the fuck is, what is going on here? He's like, yo, Ted. I'm just wondering, like, how do you know my name in the first place? And he was throwing rocks at my window. Where's he getting the rocks And from? then he got into my house. What? He got into your house? In my apartment, yeah. Because he knew my room, the person I was renting from. <laughs> he knew that guy. And I, and I was like, wow. how'd you get in? He's that Bronx style, baby. He's always said that Bronx style, baby. Bronx style. I don't even know like, what that means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> we have, to ask, apparently, we have to ask Petey Diabru for that yeah. one. Apparently, Bronx style does not uh, go away if you're in Queens. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he's like, he was a cool dude, though. But Where in nice. Queens did this occur? Uh, Jamaica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right by St. John's. Jamaica, Queens, uh, what is that uh, diversity around there? It's, it's like a big thing, right? Um, White people are diverse. I don't know how it is now, no, but, but Jamaica, it was Queens like a lot of... Is, it, it, what, what's the makeup there? It's a it, very specific neighborhood, right? Where I live depends. It's like I live like near uh, Union Turnpike, close to the off of Union Turnpike, okay. right on Union Turnpike. But if you go down to like, uh, what's it, what it called? I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's like a dark area. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's where you get the cheap shit and you bargain down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's all of a sudden it goes from clean college like St. John's area to all of a sudden you see trash and shit on the ground huh. and, and you got a quarter. It, it gets to that point. What's you know? Jamaica Queens known for? It's, it's known for something, right? The air train. I think it's known for something. The, yeah, the, 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 the main, the main the, connection. Uh, 50 Cent. For the Long Island Railroad. Yeah, 50 Cent. That's also, but that's also a JFK, right? right JFK, out there. yeah. 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 And I lived with this woman and uh, this guy, and they had a kid. This yeah. Was, and the kid was, like, overweight. Like, he was, like, nine, but he weighed, like, 150 pounds. Jesus. And uh, he... These were your roommates. Yeah. This That's is a great New York son. story. He, Jesus He, he was, like, 150. It was nine years old. He used to wear grown man dr- boxers. Like, yeah. grown man yeah. boxers. He would wear grown man boxers. And I would try to... Like, I, was, I used to come home, like, four in the morning. You figure a kid is asleep yeah. at that time. But he used to wait because wow. he knew I brought home like Twinkies and shit like Hilarious. that. Hilarious. And I would sneak in. I had to sneak in like I was sneaking in drugs or some shit. And I would go <laughs> in the room. And next thing you know, I hear him like, you know, a knock at the door. I'm like, what who? And he's like, hey, Ted. Ted. I know you're in there, Ted. And I open the door. He's like, and he walks in and pretends like he's concerned about me. Like, oh, I just wonder how you're doing, yeah. Ted. How's show business? I said, oh, it's good. And he would look around the room because he's looking for my apple pies and all this. Because he knew I brought him home when yeah. I came home. And he's like, and he didn't, if he didn't find anything, he's like, okay, see you later, Ted. And he'll run out of there. But this, he always check and try to rob dude, me. Dude, that's like a sitcom right there. <laughs> no wonder you think this city's like a prison because everybody keeps waking you up. How was your parole officer making <laughs> yeah. sure you were? Do you know where that, that person is today? I wish I did. He's like, like inspection. He, he's like probably like I think he's like he should be like twenty seven something like that maybe. This was uh, twenty years so. ago, back in ninety three. Uh, uh, yeah, about ninety three. Oh man, ninety four. But um, this was like, uh, yeah, not ninety three. It was more like ninety seven, ninety because the kid moved in later. Yeah. How many you know? Super Bowls had the Cowboys won? At that point, man. I'm, okay, it'd be interesting for you in. to maybe reach out to this kid and see whatever happened. No, Did he become to. an <laughs> obese like human being? He that, couldn't read either. Oh man, that was because he didn't go to school. Him reaching out, him reaching out to that kid would be the equivalent of what that kid was doing in his room. It's like, yeah. look, I'm gonna pretend like I want to know how you're doing. True. I just want to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what's going on around you. Oh man, uh, he, he was, was he was a he was something else. How did you end up living there? Uh, just. 
looked into Craigslist or whatever, you know. Back then, it was probably the classifieds, right? I don't know what it was back How then. How long did you I looked in the paper. And yeah. I would, I would uh, look in the paper and catch the bus up here. <laughs> And you know how you they 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 talk to you, see if they want you to live with them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would do that like for a week, just keep coming up here and checking out apartments. I yeah. Had, one time I had an appointment at eight in the morning, and I had one at night, and I had to hang out in New York. Oh yeah. I was homeless for one day in New York, All day. walking around, and I felt this is how it feels to be homeless because I couldn't go. It wouldn't let me go anywhere, you know sit down. Go, so yeah. I had to walk around. I didn't know New York. So yeah. I just walked around New York for wow. like, you know, there, there was no hours. Starbucks or anything. What did you, what were you carrying around mm-hmm. with you? Uh, nothing, because I wasn't going to stay. I just, yeah. I just rode the bus, the bus up there to Greyhound just to check out places. You know? Interesting. I was, is, I was determined to come to New York. I was going to stay here. That's, that's very interesting, man, how some, like, you rode the bus and basically just walked around New York walked City. Walked around and, and checked out places. You could have had your own story, like, I'm homeless, the bus left me, and then you could have, no. you know, for those amount of hours, you could have maybe collected twenty five. I don't have enough balls to do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I really and don't. At that point, I, I give them credit, man. I see them begging for stuff on the train. I'm like, damn, how, you know, like, how do you do that? Yeah. But I, I, mean, I guess, I guess the same, if you're desperate, you the can The same do way it, people look at, look at you when you're on stage, you're like, how the hell does somebody do that? How, the, how do you get up in front of an audience and just run it? You're looking at that guy going, how do you get up in front of a train full of people and just run yeah, an audience do that. like that? I can't do that. But let, let me go back. You got a standing ovation at the Apollo Theater. Mm-hmm. This was when you lived in New York or you came from Maryland to do I, the uh, Apollo Theater? I like was in Maryland. You were in Maryland. But I was got coming booked. up here checking out stuff. I was coming up here doing seeing the clubs and all that. I see. Stuff. So you were basically somewhat of a Maryland comic that got into the Apollo and got a standing yeah. ovation. And right. You thought that's it. I'm taking over. And that shocked the shit out of me. Because <laughs> I was like waiting for them to boo. And I did this. I remember the bit. I did this Wizard of Oz bit about uh, Dorothy landing in New York and then getting robbed, taking her slippers from her. <laughs> and, and then... Uh, the guy breaks out in the song about uh, you know you know the Wizard of Oz story yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I only had a brain but I say if I only had a job the guy robs me she's, she's like uh, why are you robbing me because I don't have a job and she's like what would you do if you had a job and then he breaks out into a song uh, I wake up every day go to work and then get paid if I only had a job <laughs> my pockets filled with cash wouldn't have to rob your ass if I only had a job <laughs> and well, uh, Teddy Smith everybody you're Woo! supposed to applaud after I'm, an interlude and like I was that. like thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you I love you <laughs> I was gonna boo just on purpose right there just, just to simulate the Apollo audience <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> But they gave you a full outstanding ovation. Yeah. Nice. That's great. That's a man. good feeling. So how long after that did you actually land for good in New York? Um, a couple of months. Yeah, because you're like, months. this is, I got it. Because I stayed, like, I I got stayed in the Bronx for like a month. This guy rented us an apartment, me and a friend of mine. Yeah. He rented us an apartment. Well, it was his apartment. He let us take it over. Uh-huh. But he didn't tell us that he got evicted. Uh, oh, and he Jesus just... <laughs> Christ. He's like, you can stay here as long as you want. Oh, then man. after a month, he's like, you guys got to leave because they we they heard that you uh, were doing things. And we weren't doing shit. And then we had to leave. But like, the apartment and then was fig- shitty And anyway. then you figured it out. Yeah, that yeah. he was. He just got evicted. And he made some money off us. So yeah. I want to go back. Up. How long did you live with the family and the kid? Um, from ni- I lived with the guy at first for 93, yeah. and then he left because his, his woman moved in, and then he left, and it was just me and her living there. 
Oh, wait, the, the kid with the candy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, then they're just me and her and him. And that's a great, that's cool. the thing about New York. It's uh, that you, you end up living with people who you don't know. You just show up, and then you might live with them for a long period, a decent amount of time, and then they're just, like, out of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I've, I, like, I used to live with Oscar. I probably had, in New York, I probably had 17 roommates because it's so transient. People come in for a year, yeah. then they don't like it. Then they come in for six months, and then they move in with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And I literally probably had tons of roommates, and it's like they're part, they're part of your life. You see them every day. You, and that's a very New York experience. You're just living with this kid. You know? I was blessed because uh, we were like family. Yeah. Me and her and the kid, you know, it was like everybody, <laughs> everybody I meet is like, we're like, that's what I love about New York is like, yeah. you, they actually, you become family. You know, they curse you out yeah. and be mad at you and then you start talking again and they take care of you. Like, you know, if I was yeah. sick, she would take care of me. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I find that that happens also with people, more so with roommates who are in from somewhere else. Because people, uh, if you live with someone that is from New York, they, you're just a roommate to them. They right. got their mom, they got their dad in different neighborhoods that they can go and visit. But when you li- when you come in from somewhere else, we're technically the replacement family. You know yeah. what I mean? I know, but it's, it's beautiful when people actually you know care about you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're not used to it. You're like, really? You you care? Yeah. Because a lot of people don't in New York. It's just like yeah. whatever. That's what I heard. Well, I, I think part of the part of the thing with New York is you're trained to sort of stifle that. Because of because of all the people who are who are going to take advantage of you caring, I think that's what that's what you got to periodically go. Wait a second, this is a friend or this is a real person. Maybe I should do something for them. You know, as you got to weigh that. Where normally, you know, you're walking through the streets and somebody's going, "I need your help," and you're like, "Look, I don't I don't know who you are. I, this could be a scam. I'm not going to do it." So it's it's very much about you stifle that. Any Harlem yeah. any crazy Harlem stories? Harlem stories. Uh not yet, but uh, so Harlem has changed a lot. So, you uh, know, I, I'm fascinated when people say that. Lance, you'll attest. Yeah. Because people are always like, it depends on who you talk to, but primarily people are like, oh, Harlem's changing. And yes, Harlem is changing. That means it's turning white. It, there's a lot of <laughs> gentrification, but I, I, I still think that Harlem is still Harlem. And here's my story, right? Uh, talked about it here before it's like yeah harlem is changing there's a lot if you go into my building there's a couple of asian people that live there mm-hmm. there's a couple of girls that are like uh uh mormons or or, or they got the little name tag um a couple other white people and then you have your your the the uh the black community who's been there for a long time so yes it is changing mm-hmm. but the other day i walked into my building and someone had taken a shit and smeared it all over the door <laughs> so it's still kind of it's still it's still the crazy neighborhood See, I live on, like, 147th Street. Okay. So, where I live, it's like, they got coffee shops. That's the West Side, Juice stores. Yeah, West Side, Broadway. And they got coffee shops and, you know. That's a great area. Juice stores. Exactly. But. They got all those bars. Harlem Public, They said it used to be, like, drug infested. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, and now they clean that shit up, you know, because. Now you see people walking at Yorkies and, and all that yeah. shit. It's like this people m- hanging out, drinking at uh, Harlem Public on 151st or whatever until like 3 a.m. Yeah, it's nice now. I yeah. mean, the buildings look nice. They paint the buildings now. And they, where I where I live used to be like rats in where the trash can the trash were. Yeah, 
that shit is gone. The rats are now gone. It's like plants. I'm like, how the fuck they get rid of rats? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you got some power. You get rid of the rats. The rats left. They got people don't know this. Rats out of there. Rats that's money. That's money right there. Somebody shit. put money into it. <laughs> a lot of Man. people don't know. Rats are afraid of Yorkies. <laughs> yeah, so it's a huge deal. Harlem is very. Uh, I lived in Harlem for ten years. It's um, it's kind of block by block. I feel like there's some areas of Harlem that are still kind of rough. And there's some areas that are, are beautiful, coffee shops. And, uh, and, and are they and interspersed, just, or is there, like, a line? No, they're kind of, they're kind of different sections. Or, uh, like like, you, there's you like one four, crappy one? And then no, there one. can be, like, four blocks that are, like, really, really nice with million-dollar homes. And then you turn a corner, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, like really kind of rough-looking bodegas and liquor stores and stuff. You know, it's, just, it's literally block by block, I, I feel like. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. 139th, where I live, and yeah. you lived. Uh, between 8th and 7th uh-huh. is one of the most beautiful blocks yeah. I have ever seen in New York City. Browns, just it looks awesome like brownstones. It looks like West just, Village or something. It does. Yeah. yeah. It does. And then uh-huh. you turn the corner and there, there's this yeah. abandoned building uh-huh. that people are throwing rocks at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really odd. People are throwing rocks trying to wake people up. No, it's just like a, it's just throwing rocks. Yeah. Okay. Teddy does not no, live. Sorry, it's not. Teddy. We call that the Teddy alarm clock. Yeah, Take Harlem out of it. Just you, because you've been here. Well, I guess on and off for twenty some years, right? You went to L.A. You, you yeah. know. In general, what are just some of the, something you've seen that's like that maybe is only a kind of a New York thing or just it was like un, an unbelievable story. See, there's nothing outrageous that goes on in New York. Like, there's no story that's going to shock you. Gonna you're going to say you're going to say a New Yorker. Yeah, you just you just, just going to say that's New York. Like yeah, dude yeah. taking a shit on the train, you're like, yeah, that's New York. You've seen it, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh seen a, a Asian dude with dreads. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> that's I'm serious. Yeah. No, now, you maybe you've, maybe you've been here for this amount of time. You've been here so long you're just like nut. I'm like, numb to it. Like, I'm numb to everything. Yeah. Be interesting because like, you know, there's a donkey walking down the thing just kicking people. You're like, yeah, that's that's what it is. I think when somebody do something nice, that's when I'm like, wow. Interesting. Okay. You know what's interesting? That's, it's that's almost a, like that's the, different. It's almost like you, it's it's gone 180 degrees. Where like, <laughs> when you first move here and you see the shit on the train, and you're like, what the fuck is that? But now someone's like, you know, someone holds the door open for you and gives you a Starbucks coffee gift card for no reason. Yeah. Now you're like, what the fuck is no, that? No, I'm like, what is, what's he want? What are they trying to get <laughs> from you? What are they trying yeah. to do? Uh, yeah. The old Starbucks coffee trick. <laughs> All right, I got gotcha. oh, yeah. you. Because you're always suspicious of everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, people speak to you. Hey, how's it going? Like, fuck is he? But this, yeah. is also, this is also a city that will, if you, if you do nice things to people, it'll, like, it'll teach you not to do nice things I I was going into uh, Chipotle, and uh, this podcast brought to you by Chipotle. Eat your beans; it'll make you happy. Second week in a row you've and, uh, plugged Chipotle. I like Chipotle. <laughs> so I was, but I was going into Chipotle, and these two women were walking out. So I'm like, I'll hold the door. I'll just be nice. Hold the door. Let them come out. And then they go, oh, and I turn around, and there's two women with strollers behind me. And they just push their way in through the door to get in front of me in line. I'm like, really? Now yeah. I gotta wait two more people in line, never holding the door at Chipotle again. No, I've been taught by yeah. this city. I got Technically, it. four. I got which, by the, which, by the yeah. way, the biggest just, jerks in this remember. city often people pushing strollers. Okay, people I went with children. I went to a strip club. First time with the strip clubs in New York. The story is, the story is already your great. Your first time ever. First time yeah, ever. Yeah, I love this. In New York. <laughs> That's the first strip club you so, ever went to? Uh, a buddy of mine, I'm not going to say his name, but yeah. he uh, took me there. 
And he said, uh, he gave me $20. He said, this is for, you know, yeah. the, the stripper. So we went in there, sat down. He went, he went to the bathroom or somewhere to get a drink or something. What, he comes borough, back. what borough are we in? Uh, we're in Manhattan. We're in Manhattan, okay. Yeah, over there by Times Square. When oh, Times Square okay. used to be New York. Sure, sure. Before it became Disney World. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he went to get a drink and came back, and he's like, I said, uh, that's it. You know, I don't have the money. He said, like, where's the, like, the $20 I gave you? And I said, I gave it to the stripper. He said, you're supposed to get change, man. You're not supposed to give it a whole 20. I gave it a whole 20. I put the oh, whole 20 really? in there. She loved you. I had no idea. She probably thought, this motherfucker's a high roller. Like, <laughs> that took about like, five. you supposed to get change, man. You're supposed to give her a dollar. I gave it a whole 20. Uh, how, how, so that's, that's Times Square. Times Square in general can be kind of funky depending but it, like back then, like how when you first moved here, like Times Square was that area, right? Very seedy, oh, very. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't here, so I don't know. Uh, but they had the, they had the porn places where the you could know, walk in the videos, and they had these books and everything laid out on the table. Yeah, and me and then two other guys, we went in there, and I didn't know that you have the male and female books, sex books, sure. and you had the male and male books. They were close together. I didn't know yeah. that. At the time, so I'm looking book by book. Wow, look at this! Look at this! Oh, <laughs> damn, look at the titties! And then I get <laughs> nobody said shit to me that the other shit was going to change. Yeah, they just sat there and watched me. That's Hilarious. some New York shit right there. They watched yeah, they me, just and I went down and down the table, and yeah. then all of a sudden I'm seeing two dudes, you know. Yeah, See, and I'm like, here's, here's oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? The? And everybody, just, everybody, even yeah, the guy yeah. behind the counter, burst out laughing. Yeah. Absolutely, because because the, they're going, this dude's gonna sit here and look through all these books. We're gonna watch him. Yeah, We're gonna yeah. watch this happen. And I okay. see anal. Yeah. I'm like, what? They the? set you up. I you deserved it. <laughs> like, I threw the book down like they like somebody's gonna see me. <laughs> you deserved it. Uh, I never forget that. I'm like, okay. But, uh, yeah, New York is very like kind of seedy back then, though. That time, there's square, still some yeah. remnants yeah, of that you because can feel if it on Eighth Avenue, on Eighth Avenue, yeah, you'll see a yeah. lot of those smut shops. Yeah, which, they, but they messed it up. That was real New York right there. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, are you are you one York. of those people that argues for the old New York? Yeah, like the graffiti, the grit, the grime. This the, is not Disneyland. This is New yeah. York. Yeah, you know when people say I'm from New York. That had something. Yeah. That yeah. carry weight. You think it's be- you think it's better now? You think it- you think it was actually better then? I think it's being I- pushed outward. The further you go, it's commercialized, and I don't like anything that's commercialized. Okay. I yeah, like yeah. real shit. Uh-huh. You know. But like, everything's commercialized almost. That's why they, everything's ruined too. Yeah. yeah. You look at music. You look at everything. Mm-hmm. It's ruined because it, the art is gone. Out it's of all everything. false. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's mad at the politicians. That all this. The yeah. political shit is fake, and now they realize it, and they're getting pissed. <laughs> there is a lot of. It's always everywhere. been like that, but now yeah. it's like out in the open. Now, now you can. See, yeah, like, people are. There like, used to be a time where somebody would become the president, and you find all this shit out yeah. later on. But, but now, now you find it. out before they become president, and you <laughs> yeah. still elect them. So, well, like people, are, people are getting angry because of the emails. People are getting angry that people are emailing. This guy's a jerk. He's an idiot. People who like him are stupid. It's like, you don't think that that's everybody's email, no matter where you work? Like, I guarantee you, at every accounting office, there's people saying the same stuff. 
It's like, why would you think that politics is any better? Well, the girl that just got into Saturday Night Live, the Latina cast member, uh, Melissa. Uh-huh. She, she, Ooh, that's impressive. She, uh, yeah, first Latina <laughs> ca- cast member, and she had to delete a bunch of tweets, and people Jeez. were wanting, wanting her head. Because she put out some crazy yeah. stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, come on, man. Like, who has the That's time are, yeah. to go through? Who are you that you're just going to sit Sifting. there and go through years and years yeah. and years of tweets and posts of a, a politician? I understand. But a c- comedian? The That's answer to that. Fuck be careful what you, what you type and what I you say know. now. Be careful. Uh, I'm actually thinking about going through my timeline just oh. in case. You never know. Do I do I think I'll be famous? Possibly. I don't want to say no because yes. that's negative energy, but yes. possibly. So now I'm thinking maybe you should go through and clean up some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you put out before you're in the limelight. I, before you do a Hillary, I yeah. am <laughs> I am doing the opposite. I'm going through and tr- trying to really make mine edgier and more caustic because I feel like my best bet is to be infamous. I feel like that's my best shot at anything. Fa- and to be fair, we're, when inf- infamy and fame is basically the same thing now. I think just that's, lies, lies, yeah, just lies, yeah. just lies. What are uh, what's maybe some of the best things you've experienced in New York? Like maybe an event that you went to, like in New York City, that was only in New York, ha- like only could happen here, or just like a, even a personal experience that like was a, a real New York moment for yourself. You're looking for a positive one. Either one could be either, anything. in New York. Okay, uh, just uh, you know, maybe you went to like a great concert or like a speech that you'd only you'd only be, be able to do here in this town. The Apollo, getting getting oh, a standing ovation yeah, yeah, at the Apollo, and uh, that's got to be a great feeling. Yeah, that's a yeah, you know what I mean. They didn't know who I was. Yeah, and then he said from D.C. and they're like, Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. just think about what I was up against. No, that's that's so, a very scary. That's about as scary as it gets. Yeah. And I, it, I, but also I I got a lot of work in New York, and I did the Atlantic City, the Tropicana, sure. and I opened up for the Isley Brothers. Oh wow! Oh nice. I don't know if you know who they are. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude, those dudes are. And I met Teddy Pendergrass. Did you really? He's an oh, asshole. He was. Is it? Was he, he was, really? He was. Cause <laughs> I had a great show, and then they brought me backstage, yeah. and he was there. And they said, Teddy, this is Teddy. He opened up for us. And he was, I guess, Teddy, Teddy was talking to somebody. Yeah. And they said, hey, this is Teddy. And he's like, whatever. And he just kept talking. He said, like, whatever? He, yeah. He's like, yeah, pretty he much. Just, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, and just started, kept talking. I was like, hey, he's an asshole. <laughs> just ignore me. Like it's, an the wor- it's the worst. I didn't worst. mean to put my hand out to shake it, but, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, it's just something yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's probably like, he's an asshole. He's it, dude, it's the worst when you're in this business, when you meet somebody. There's a few of them, but when you meet somebody or even extensions into music and, and other forms of art, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, man, this is a celebrity. And then they just turn out to be yeah, an asshole. Yeah, but I knew he was. He was arrogant. You can, you yeah. know, I knew that. Some of them turn out to be great people. Like you end up, you know, like if you, have you met anybody who is famous or was famous or worked with anybody uh, who was famous, who's just like, oh, it's just the nicest dude? Uh, Tommy Chung. Yeah. Yeah. Just cool. Just awesome. Cool dude. as shit. Yeah. yeah. I, remember, I opened for him one time and. He's cool. He's a nice guy. Tom, yeah. Tom, I met Bernie Mac, open for Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was oh, pretty I cool. Oh, I love them, man. Yeah, Bernie Mac awesome. was cool. Yeah. He was good. So. Let's see, and that's the thing. Like, you, you know, it's, it, I think it's got much more to do with just who you are as a person, period. 
Yeah, I think if you're an asshole in the beginning, you're gonna be an asshole, and you're yeah. gonna be a bigger asshole when you when get you money. when you get power, you're gonna be a bigger one, and when you have less power, you're just gonna be in weight or bully people who are weaker than you. Uh, I think a little bit ties into the nice people finish last. I, mean, I think that's gonna change though. You think nice people? Yeah, are I make think because people are starting to realize that you know being an asshole and all that shit is not worth it. I don't think yeah. it's, it's gonna karma. change, and, and, and I think there's too much capacity energy. for for misinformation. I think I think that uh, I think that people are just people are able to get a storyline out there that's not even true just by throwing enough noise out. But there. But they're starting to realize the shit ain't true. They, and people you know, are getting tired of it. I think. Yeah, it's like yeah. lies. I think some lies. people do. Yeah, I think people people don't have enough time to research, and now all of all of information has become I've got to research it after I read it, or well, I have to research start it after I watch. Time. Or start or time. some yep. people have all the in, all the time in the world to filter through tweets. Yes, or people. Yeah, and those people are. That's too much time, right which there. Which too much time. Which, yeah. by the way, those people are called bloggers. I don't know. That's uh, yeah. You have some some terrible bloggers who are just like, I'm gonna spend all my time going after one thing, and then you have other people who are just trying to work and earn money to feed their family, and they don't have time to do anything but watch the evening news, and they're getting five. 45 second sound bites of what's going on in the world and they're like well this must be how the world's working oh god so you got a huge gap that's why we have to educate them i mean we are slowly building up the listenership to this podcast we're reaching i think we finally reached a millionth person i will say this (laughs) i will say this i'll get i'll get emails from from some of my friends who listen to this podcast and they really enjoy it and uh and that makes me happy yeah that's mm-hmm. all we want to do. That's yeah, all you man. want to do is make people happy. Because yeah. there's a lot of nonsense out there. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, just nonsense. Um, there and there's also a lot of good stuff. And, I, yeah. you know, I, th- I think we're right in the middle of it. We sift through it. You try to figure it out. And, and it's people like Teddy who, who, who come through and dedicate their time to this. And, and we thank you for that. Where I, can I thank you guys for having me. You're yeah. cool, man. Where, where, I, didn't, where, I didn't like you at first, but now you know, you're cool. You still don't like me, though, do you? <laughs> You don't I, like. I don't like. Okay, it. that's fair. All right, just so that some things don't change. Tell, where, tell, where, yeah, tell us where we, uh, where our listeners could could do a little bit more research uh, about you. Uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. What uh, are the, what are the handles there? Uh, my Instagram is uh, Prophet Teddy, and uh, Facebook is just Teddy Smith. You can go on YouTube, look at my videos, Teddy Smith. Uh, come to the comedy clubs. I'm out in all the clubs. You cool. know, awesome. So. And uh, I put my stuff on Facebook where I'm performing and all that. Awesome. So buy him a green drink. Woo! Teddy Smith. Remember Teddy Smith. Facebook. Prophet Teddy. Instagram. All right. I love it. There we have it. Teddy Smith, everybody. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming in, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thank Until you the next time, everybody. Black yeah. Power. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can check out any previous episodes at crazynewyorkstories.com. Check out our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at crazynystories. And if you're a listener and have a story of something that happened to you in New York City, send us an email, stories at crazynewyorkstories.com, and maybe we'll use it on the show.